Podcast. This is Matt Chalavit, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalavit. And today is Friday, September 10th, 2021. It has been a very busy day. I I got up and got rolling with the day. Today was actually one of the latest days that I've woken up, so I'm not making progress in getting to get up as early as I'd like to. And that's something that I need to change. And so I'm going to be working on that this weekend, trying to figure out what sorts of things I need to do in order to change up my routine to be able to get to bed earlier and then get up earlier. So anyway, that's what I want to do. A lot of people, a lot of successful people out there will stress the importance of getting up early and getting to work before everybody else's. And I think that's super, super important. And that's not only because it's like a valuable thing to do in, in business, but for resellers in general, a lot of our stuff tends to release in the morning to like early afternoon. And so I want to be fully focused on what's going on. And today, I mean, even today, I missed out on some releases because I wasn't fully prepared. And when they're coming out and you don't know even what the profit's going to be and you don't know that it's coming out that day, it is a mess. And so for me, I need to get up earlier. I need to focus on what's going on. And it seems like such a simple thing, but for some reason, me and a lot of other people struggle with it. And it's really just comes down to discipline and how bad you want it. And so that's what I'm working on right now, just trying to fix that and then trying to move on with the day. So I did that. I worked on getting some stuff shipped out. I shipped that out today. And then I came back and worked on outsourcing the part of the business that is the research part. And I really do not enjoy making, like I do not enjoy making a, almost like resources for for VAs. I almost just want to be able to like teach it to them. But it's so difficult because if if you're not teaching it to the person, or I guess if you are teaching it to the person, and you give them the specific skills, but you do it like word of mouth, you either have to record that or you have to figure out a way to to systematize it. And like you need a system for somebody to come in. You can't just you can't just teach them what you do and then if they leave, you're screwed. So I'm trying to put together some sort of system to teach them what items to look for. And it's just so difficult because when we're in America, we grow up around all of these things, right? I, I'm looking today at what sorts of video games sell well and I look up the most grossing, the top grossing video game franchises of all time. And number one is Pokemon. I mean, Pokemon blows every other sports game, video game, like creation game, any sort of video game out there, blows it right out of the water, just completely destroys it. It is $90 billion grossing of a franchise, followed up by Mario at $30 million. So, Pokemon has done three X of what the next closest, like the, the, the one right after it, the next closest grossing video game franchise of all time. And they're both owned by Nintendo. So Nintendo's doing well. I mean, like we all know Nintendo's doing well, but they're doing real well. And you look at number three, and I think three was Call of Duty. And then number four is Wii. And I was like, Wii? Like like every Wii game or like just the Wii in general? No, Wii Sports, Wii Play, Wii Sports Resort, Wii Fit. The whole like Wii like franchise where you use the, the Miis that you created on the Wii, number four all time in most grossing of, of all time franchises. A few things that surprised me. So let's just get into this real quick. And I want to talk about the eBay seller update because that's going to be a little bit of a that's going to shake some people up, I think. But let's just talk about this for a second because this is something I, that I found really, really cool. So FIFA was like number 11. I, that 
completely blindsided me. And it just shows how popular soccer is in the world because we're in America. We look around and who are the athletes that we really respect? It's basketball. It is uh, football number one, then basketball. And those are really going back and forth because they're so popular. But even at that, football still seems to be America's sport. So you got football, you got basketball, and then a little bit of baseball. And then outside of that, everything else is kind of just like, it's not really that popular. You have soccer, people care about soccer, but it's not the, like the big three here. It, it is in no way, shape or form, but everywhere else in the world, it is either number one or it is with basketball. But most of the world is number one so fifa number 11 that was surprising to me other surprising other surprising ones the candy crush saga has outsold the games of madden gran turismo what were some of the other ones zelda and there was like one more that was a big name video game that they have outsold think about that candy crush like the game on your iphone it has done more gross sales than Madden has done gross sales than, and these are individually, this isn't combined, but Madden than um, the, than, what were the other ones? Zelda, and then a couple other ones that just like were very surprising because they're insanely large franchises. So that was, that was really surprising to me as well. And then a couple other ones that jumped up on there. Oh, Minecraft was the other one that they did more than, which surprised me because Minecraft is so big. But Minecraft is on there out of the top 50. Fortnite is on there. PUBG is on there. Um, and then there were just a couple other ones that I looked at and I was like, oh, Clash of Clans is on there. And I'm like, Vi top video games of all time. Like, several of these are mobile games. Uh, like, they're not... Like, Fortnite is, is the cross between mobile and, like, gaming console and PC. But then you look at, like, Clash of Clans, you look at Candy Crush. Some of the games that were on there, I just, like, shook my head at. I was like, I have no idea how these are so popular, but they've done a very remarkable job of selling. So that was one takeaway from the day. And really why I'm saying this is how do you teach somebody this? How do you show somebody what what it's like being in America and what sorts of things Americans want to buy when they're across the world they're across the globe and it's tough it, you almost have to build like what I was thinking in my mind is do I have to build almost some sort of like like pop culture 101 course and I'm not even that good at pop culture like I, I'm actually very bad at it but it's just one of those things like do I need to build some sort of course to get them acclimated with what's going on and in, in like every normal American's life because we grew up with that right everybody here knows what Pokemon is everybody here has seen how big of a part Pokemon is played on everybody's lives in the U.S. A lot of kids are playing it. A lot of people my age have grown up watching this thing as it started out and became what it is today. And we've all grown up with the cards and the games. and like It's a whole thing. And I think for so many people, like, they, they may not have seen that. It may not be the most important thing. I was seeing the, like, Naruto... Because I was looking at most important, uh, most grossing anime franchises to see kind of which ones are doing the best. Naruto is like number one in I think Africa or somewhere. I was like, like out of, and like surprisingly like way ahead of everything else. And I didn't know that. I didn't even know that that was like a popular show. I, I thought that it was just some weird show they showed on the Cartoon Network. But apparently, like it actually has a a decent amount of following. And so for me. It's like, how do you explain it to somebody if maybe they're in a different part of the world and they didn't grow up with it? So that's what I'm debating, trying to figure out how to do that. Right now, I just have a spreadsheet of SKUs, links, 
the item name and why the item resold and I have about 40 to 50 of those for toys I'm working on one for the video games and I'm just working my way through that trying to build something out and hopefully say okay I want you to review this I want you to read what the name is I want you to click the link I want you to look at it and I want you to read why it's sold and hopefully that'll give them a little bit of an idea and for example if it's a Pokemon game I may say this Pokemon maybe it's a special edition of some sort of like video game accessory i'll say this is a pokemon video game accessory it's special edition people like to collect these and pokemon is the number one grossing anime franchise and video game franchise in all of the world history so like that's a very good target those sorts of things like are attractive for people to want to go after so that's what i that's what i'll typically do and it does hopefully that should help them out i mean i'm still working on that a little bit but i can see that being something helpful but still there's still a lot of work that needs to be done there so anyway that's what i'm going to be working on if you guys have any like tips or hints or anything on that please just feel free to reach out and let me know but for now i'll be working my way through that sheet and then i'm trying to put together a list of important brands to keep an eye on within each different category so for instance, toys, you'd want to keep your eye on just a few examples, Pokemon or something like Transformers or G.I. Joe. Like there's some collectibles that still do well in these areas. And for somebody who's not from the U.S., they may not know that. So that's just things I'm trying to do, put together. I don't even know. I've debated putting together a PowerPoint deck and trying to outsource and trying to show that to them. Maybe go through it and you can actually run through a recording of that so I could just quickly record it with my mic and say hey here's why this item resold here's a couple photos of it here's some that have resold but honestly i think i may just go through a couple of the, the different item links and SKUs, pick out a few of them from the spreadsheet i put together open up the links show the person why they resold and that should be good enough i mean i'm not trying to even if i can get them to 60 percent to start out and then work their way up to 80 90 of what i'm able to do that is still way better and and just never forget that. Never. I talked about this the other day. Never forget the value of outsourcing a task for three to five bucks that you would be doing otherwise. Because if you can do that and they can get you 80, 90, even 95%, you don't have to get the full 100. I mean, that's great. Even if somebody does 110%, they're better than you at it. That's even better. But for me, I'm like, okay, how can I get somebody to do a decent job at this? I don't have to pay them as much and I can focus on something else and, and be able to build that part of the business up. And as soon as this part's done, like as soon as I can get this sourcing thing done, I'm gonna be working on the finances side because that's something that's really interesting to me. I did my first profit first transaction today where they basically have you take all the profit that's come in or I guess all the income that's come into your business over the past X amount of days. So the 10th and 25th of every month, you do one of these quote unquote distributions where money comes in and then you distribute it among different bank accounts in your like, like at a bank where one stands for tax, one stands for profit, one stands for owner's comp, and then one stands for operating expenses. And you distribute it between those other four so it comes into the income account and then you distribute it and you always know when you look at your bank banking information oh you know here is the breakdown of how much money i have to spend and it's a very very clear way and it's almost just like a life hack type of thing very very good book very very transformational in the way i think about it though and i do want to work on that a little bit more because even though it's not fun it's a necessary part of the business and it, I did the first like I did the first distribution from that I've done it before but this is the first time I actually did it since then 
and it just felt good. It was like, that was what I was supposed to do. Let's get after it again. And so I'm going to be tweaking his model a little bit. If you don't know what I'm talking about, definitely go check out the book Profit First. I think it's by Mike McCallowitz or Miscalowitz. I don't know what his actual last name is. Sorry, Mike, if you're listening and I butchered your last name, but it, it's a very, very good book. Very, very good uh, kind of introduction into accounting and gives you a good system to put into place. And that's what I like. I like systems. I like systems, especially when they're there and I can just kind of follow it. It's proven. It works. I don't need to go reinvent the wheel. Somebody smarter than me already put it together and it's like, okay, let's just go use that instead of trying to toil here and figure out what's the best way to do this. Somebody else has a proven process. It works and I'm going to institute that in my business. So that's what I'm going to be doing after this. But for now, it's getting those marks, getting those things rolling, trying to hit the percentages that I have set for each account and rolling with that and adjusting as necessary. So that's what I'll be working on in the upcoming months and stuff, as well as getting more inventory, getting stuff sold. I need to be taking more offers. That's something that I struggle with a lot is I get really offer happy to take offers and then something clicks in my mind where I go, I don't know if I want to take all these offers and I like take a step back, sales slow down, I freak out, I start taking more offers. Like I should just keep doing that all the time and whatever happens, happens. Like this is a very this is a very quick transactional business. We're not in this to hold on to six stereo sets. Like if you're going to sell one, get rid of it and just keep it moving. And you know what? At the end of the day, you want to make as much profit as you can, but more money comes in, the more you're flipping, the more you're recycling that money, the more you're being able to flip that and do quick flips, get things moving. That's what you want to be doing. So anyway, that's what I'm on right now. It's it's late. I'm pretty fired up about business. I I don't know what has happened to me in the past two, three years, but I've become very passionate about business to the point where like I'm talking on the phone with my girlfriend, she has her YouTube channel and I'm like, I would love to sit down and talk about how we're going to outsource your, your YouTube channel, like abilities and responsibilities of doing all of the, the editing and stuff like that to a VA. And she's probably like, this is not at all, this is not normal. Like, but it's just what I like to do. It's something that kind of intrigues me a little bit and I don't necessarily enjoy the process of trying to put the systems together but I really like thinking about how to put everything together from like a very macro standpoint like okay here here's how you could actually like I do like doing it a little bit but I don't like actually doing them I just like to think about how to do it and then put them all like together in my mind it's just not the most fun part going through and actually saying okay now I need to actually build all of this out I'd rather have somebody else do that, but for now, that's me. So anyway, that's what I've been working on. Hopefully that helps you guys out. I'm going to keep rolling with this. If you guys have any questions, hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on Twitter. I'm not as active on there, and I'm not really as active on Instagram either. I have a couple things I'm toying with in my mind. I just don't want to get too off the beaten path with what I'm working on right now because Instagram is a huge deterrent from that. And I just don't want to, like I'm in a good spot. I, I enjoy what I'm doing. I don't want to add something else that almost is like the last, I don't know, the last bag that broke the camel's back or whatever like the saying is. I do not want that to happen because I'm in a good place with what I'm doing right now. I'm enjoying it and I'm also being able to learn a lot and get a lot done. So I want to keep doing that, but at the same time, it's just something that I would like to be able to do to be able to provide for people. And I'm toil I'm toying with a couple things in my mind. I just got to kind of work them out and then we'll go from there. But anyway, that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Friday. You have a great weekend and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.